0: Welcome to the MarTech
1: Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about audio advertising from one of the biggest players in the space, Spotify. Joining us is Ann Piper, who is the head of client partnerships at Spotify, which is the largest music and podcasting streaming service provider with over 500 million monthly active users. It's a brand you know and love. And today, Ann and I are going to discuss Spotify's vision for digital audio advertising. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Ann Piper, the Head of Client Partnerships for the U.S. Vertical team at Spotify. Ann, welcome to the MarTech Podcast.
2: Thank you, Ben. Pleasure to be here.
1: I will use a music reference to start off our podcast. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. I'm about <laughs> to lose control, and I think I like it. It's a thrill to have somebody from Spotify here on the podcast. I, I will start off by saying thanks for making the time to come on our little show. You're welcome. It's great to be here. So today we're going to get right into it. Spotify is making waves not only in the music industry, in podcasting, also in advertising where you specialize. You've got a rich background going from AOL, Radium One, a whole bunch of companies that are mainstays in the ad space. And now you're at Spotify. Tell me a little bit about Spotify's vision for digital advertising. Where is it going and where do you see Spotify playing in the space?
2: So Spotify is really bringing digital audio into the modern age. And the value that Spotify really brings and the attraction really that why we're working with so many brands is really about our personalized experience. So the engagement within Spotify is paramount in terms of everybody's screen is individually personalized for them. So Ben, your Spotify is gonna look different than mine. And the value is really around how we experience and engage based on the content that fans are engaging with. So the future is really rooted in how can we continue to surface more places for consumers to discover and more opportunities for brands to be integrated into that experience.
1: Personalization is the first thing that you mentioned, and I understand how personalization is so relevant to the music industry. We've kind of gone away from following individual bands and albums into this never-ending mixtape built by algorithms, Spotify being at the bleeding edge of that trend. Personalization makes a ton of sense for podcasting, for finding new content, for finding great music. On the ad side, how is Spotify thinking about personalization to make sure that they're getting the best brands in front of you? And is that connected to the personalization that you're doing on the content side?
2: I think one of the main pieces that we're really continue to focus on is that mood and moment and how we connect brands into that specific consumer experience. And so the receptivity and the data that we see from our sonic science research is really showing that we're connecting brands at the right time with how a consumer's feeling, whether it be I'm starting my day with a workout to I'm listening to my favorite podcast and influencer from Armchair Expert. We're really starting to build and tailor messages to be able to give that personalization and ways in which brands can connect better with consumers.
1: Okay, so let's talk a little bit about sonic science for a second, because that seems fascinating to me. There's an algorithm that understands that I'm if I'm listening to Imogen Heap at four o'clock in the afternoon, I'm probably not in the mood to be sold to. And if I'm listening to, you know, my Taylor Swift mixtape, hit me with all your d to c ads. Is as simple as understanding what bands create what moods?
2: it's a combination of things and i think that's what we're really trying to better understand through the engagement and through that behavior on on what's happening number 1 with your brain and then number 2 how are you feeling and then ultimately the measurement that we're seeing behind consumers talking about consideration talking about aptitude to purchase so i think your question is really about how do we continue to optimize based on what we understand is happening with a consumer experience whether it be a call to action or again what we see from brand campaigns
1: talk to me a little bit about the difference in audio advertising when you're thinking about music as opposed to the podcast niche that spotify has started to fairly dominate how is advertising for a podcast different than music on spotify
2: First and foremost, we look at it as an audience strategy and what is happening again with that mood and moment. So we're looking at the music pieces. Does this make time for a relevant beverage intercession, right, based on the morning? And then with our own and exclusive, we're working with either host read ads and talent and really tailoring the message based on the brand's KPIs and real objective And then we also kind of turn that into partnering with Nielsen and partnering in terms of an audience strategy within the Spotify audience network. So at the end of the day, we always want to look at number one, what's the client's KPIs? And then what do we know from the audience when they're consuming music? to then discovering one of our listening to one of their our owned and exclusives to then what happens when we're on the Spotify Audience Network and we're looking at an audience play on a voice talent versus a host read ad
1: Talk to me a little about accessibility. One of the things that Spotify and some of the large players in terms of their advertising have been known for, and maybe this is unfair and dated information, but relatively high minimums to be able to buy advertising, uh, CPM floors that basically made the advertising specifically accessible to Brands with big budgets, but harder for the sort of downstream individual Facebook buyers. The I've got $100, should I test audio advertising? How easy is it to buy audio ads these days through Spotify?
2: Well, we're really, we want thousands and millions of advertisers within the Spotify platform. And so we're really looking at different points of entry around just to your point. So we have a platform called Ad Studio, That's our self-serve platform. There's really any budget that you want to set there. So we have different ways for you to access Spotify versus like self-serve to manage service to different ways in which we look at programmatic So we're definitely making it as easy as possible to target an audience and build a campaign within Spotify. And actually more and more investment is going there.
1: I guess the other question is it's easier for anybody to be able to place audio ads. Talk to me about how you and you've been around the block, right? You weren't just always in audio ads. You've had a long history in the ad business. How should a marketer think about the difference between advertising and audio and what are the benefits of that as opposed to a performance marketing social campaign or an awareness driving programmatic campaign? Why is audio different and special now that it's accessible to basically the whole world?
2: Yes. And I wanted to clarify $250 minimum on our ad studio. So thank you.
1: Almost the whole world.
2: Almost, yes.
1: Not a high budget.
2: A little bit of a minimum. The way I want to answer your question is digital audio, specifically on Spotify, because of the personalization and the way in which the platform caters to each individual, the trust factor that's been built there. My guidance for marketers is you have to start to think about the places where you have someone where you're getting their attention. And what we have found and part of that sonic science research that we've done, as well as continue to do our own work in terms of performance, because at the end of the day, we still have to be driving some kind of action, whether we're influencing an audience that you're trying to get a better consideration around to then driving to a website to then actually a purchase of a product. So I think where a marketer really needs to look at, okay, what is that true attention level and paying attention? What we're really finding is because of the personalization, because you're choosing to go to Spotify and you know you get the ad experience as part of the value, you're actually seeing that you're getting the attention through both the sound as well as the story that's being played by the host, et cetera.
1: A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. I've been doing audio advertising for probably been five years now, and most of what I've been doing is either buying audio advertising to try to drive people to a podcast property, so to a digital asset, or we're doing dynamic ad insertion that's host read in our podcasts. And in both scenarios where I am the advertiser or when I am the media buyer, I struggle with understanding the direct response relationship, how to evaluate whether my campaigns are successful, and I work in podcasting and host the MarTech Podcast. So either I'm a total dummy, which let's not rule that out, or understanding the performance of an audio ad can be very challenging. Let's just not insult the podcast host here and assume that there's (laughs) challenges with understanding the performance of podcast and audio advertising. Talk to me about how you evaluate and help people understand if their campaigns are actually performant.
2: And it's a great question, and it's really part of the value proposition that we are trying to solve for. So what we did for the music side of the business, which was very much a downloaded type of medium in the past, right, where we really brought streaming. We've introduced what's called streaming ad insertion on the podcast side. So you understand if it's a logged in user, you understand if they're listening to the message and to your point, what did they listen to hear the ad and did they click to my site? We've also acquired a company called PodSites.
1: For a sponsor of the MarTech podcast, right. Sean Creeley, friend of the program, Wonderful company, go on, sorry to interrupt.
2: So to your point, that doesn't solve everything, but we really are trying to put the infrastructure and technology in place to be able to help marketers such and media buyers such as yourself to evaluate that. And that's really where we're just you know, continuing to invest in the team to help us better understand what is being streamed to what is being downloaded and then what action happens after.
1: I feel like the power of audio advertising, and I'll speak specifically to podcast advertising, is you get a couple different points. You get credibility. You get inferred trust. People are listening to the host because they think that they're an expert. And so when they talk about a brand or a service, that credibility is passed on. You get a longer message, 30, 60 seconds, which is longer than you get from a snapshot on a social media ad and probably longer than you're paying attention to a YouTube ad. There is inherent value in audio advertising, but the problem always lies with you're in people's ears. There is rarely something to click. When you're thinking direct response marketing, and I know that you can pixel and understand if someone's served and then hopefully they're going to a website, Do you advise people to think separately about podcast advertising, not to be a direct response channel? If it's a direct response channel and other than the pixelization and tracking through pod sites, are there any other ways that you advise marketers to understand how to attribute value from their podcast ad campaigns to their business?
2: So I think you're definitely correct in terms of thinking around hearing the ad and what's that connection in terms of that response. The way we're solving that, because I would say to you at the end of the day, we are always trying to influence and understand how to make an impact for a brand. What we've introduced, because it shouldn't stop you, right? Just because you can't necessarily click on it. Television advertising for many years was able to drive performance and there was nothing to click on. And so what we have to continue to impress is number one, someone's listening to that. And then number two, when they go back to their phone and they engage with content, with the episode, we have something that's called a call to action card. And that's another opportunity for a brand to be able to drive to their website, make an offer, or continue to tell the storyline of why that brand makes sense for this consumer.
1: This is one of the heartbreaking stories of Spotify's acquisition of pod sites. And it was only heartbreaking for me and apparently one single other marketer is that back in the day, pod sites used to let you ingest the data from your podcast to build retargeting audiences. Now, we here at the MarTech Podcast have built a infrastructure to be able to do that. But I've always wondered... Why Spotify didn't take advantage of the ability to ingest the data from audio, understand who's listening, and enable marketers to run performance marketing campaigns, retargeting the people that were exposed to their audio. Has there been any conversation around being able to serve an audio ad to somebody and then being able to retarget them off app, off platform in either the open web or on social at Spotify? I
2: think it's a topic of conversation. I think that overall, how we continue to ingest data and our privacy policy and thinking through the real opportunity to continue to add value, because first and foremost, we look at how creators and publishers are going to be viable within the Spotify's platform, on and off platform. So what I would just say, Ben, is it's a great point, And let's take it as a follow up, because I think at the end of the day, we want to continue to drive value. And it is probably just something that we continue to better understand as we evaluate Spotify's role in handling data.
1: For what it's worth, I want Spotify to enable people to be able to retarget the consumers exposed to their ads because it's a service I would use, but we also sell the product. So I don't want you to do it too quickly.
2: <laughs>
1: so, Anne, one last question for you. You know, I mentioned how you might be able to retarget people off app and using audio as a way to build awareness for a brand and also offer awareness and then hopefully retarget them in other platforms. Doesn't seem like that's in the near future. So tell me a little bit about what Spotify is announcing that helps people engage and interact and drive more direct response results in app.
2: One of the highlights coming from Stream on our event that we had on March 8th, was really we're continuing to evolve the app into more of a foreground experience. So you're going to start to see a couple of different things. You're gonna see starting to see previews. So it's a way for discovery to be amplified a bit further. So what we've been known for in terms of Discover Weekly and that continued personalization we're starting to bring with little mini visual video clips of some of the favorite podcasts or artists based on your listening behavior. So it's a really exciting way for us to continue to evolve the app to be more engaging and to continue to help drive and surface more creators on platform
1: it's fascinating to hear how some of the biggest players in the audio ad space think about advertising and at the end of the day for each marketer there has to be a blend of reaching your audience where they are and it's not just your consumers thinking about blog posts even if you're in a b2b space you can't just rely on text-based digital content you need to be thinking about your outreach strategy your content strategy and your advertising strategy to be taking advantage of written text, audio, and video, and Spotify is perfectly positioned to help you with all of those. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Ann Piper, the head of client partnerships for the U.S. Vertical at Spotify. Join us again tomorrow when Ann and I continue our conversation talking about Spotify's All Ears on You ad campaign. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Anne, you could find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter, where her handle is Anne G. Piper. That's A-N-N-G-P-I-P-E-R. Or you can visit her company's website, which is ads.spotify.com. That's ads.spotify.com.